Welcome to Align Your Day. I'm Jenna, and I'm so excited to bring you this series, merging the power of self-love, self-growth, and mindset work with practical productivity and scheduling techniques. I hope that this episode reminds you of the queen you are from the inside out, helps you accomplish your goals with ease, and own your everyday. Now, whether you're drinking your favorite morning cold brew on your daily drive or winding down, I hope this helps you tap into your inner mind, body, and soul and align with your own flow. Let's get into it, babe. Hello, welcome. How are you, gorgeous? I'm taking a second to honor your gorgeousness inside and out. I hope you do it with me. Maybe if you're by a mirror or something, let's give yourself a little wink. Hope that you're doing well. Thank you so much for joining in this Align Your Day episode today. My name is Jenna, if you're new here, and I am so excited to be bringing you this episode full of just new insights for you to take on um, when it comes to this concept and maybe open up some clarity if you've been experiencing just some stuckness, some confusion in this area, um, and really allow you to be back on your side, being your own bestie, uh, backing yourself up, backing your desires up, backing your heart up. And I think that this might unlock some things for you um, if that's not the case right now, which is totally fine. Um, and yeah, so let's jump right into it. Uh, how is everybody doing, by the way? Um, I wish this could be like a live show, uh, but how are you doing? I hope that you're enjoying the end of October if you're watching this live time. Do we have any November plans? Are we getting excited for the holidays? It's a good time. It's a great time of year. I feel like it's so beautiful this time of year, kind of wherever you go, right? So it's like really bringing the lights, the uh, the wonder, the magic back in to to end to end off 2022 which is just crazy. But anywho, okay, so I digress. So getting into this episode, we're going to talk about why it can feel like you're not on your side sometimes, especially when it comes to maybe you've told yourself a bunch of times like, no, I'm going to stick with this goal or no, I'm finally going to speak up for what I want in this relationship or no, like I am actually going to honor myself and take those 10 minutes to do some breaths for myself or do a little meditation or just center myself before I start my work day because I know that that's um, good for me to do. Or whatever the case may be, um, it could also be like, I know I'm going to save X amount um, for the next few weeks, right? It's like you say those goals, but sometimes it's like, oh, you say them, maybe they don't happen. And then um, it kind of causes like a discord and almost like um, it can cause you to to kind of like, you know, have like this lack of trust with yourself when it comes to saying that goal again, when it comes to setting future goals for yourself. And so I kind of want to break this down on like a different level that maybe you haven't heard before, um, just to give you new perspective. So let's kind of go into it. So let's kind of bring it back to what I had told you initially, right? Let's kind of give an example of, okay, no, I'm going to speak up for, for what I want in this relationship right? Let's say you're telling yourself this. You kind of make this a marker for yourself. You make this a goal for yourself. Maybe maybe you want to have a conversation with your partner or with a girlfriend that you know has just, you want to just share your heart about what's been bothering you and come to a solution because you love the other person, but also because you love yourself and you don't want that stored up resentment. You, want to, you don't want to have to bottle up those emotions and you want to be able to express yourself, right? Um, and this can be very difficult, especially if 
especially for my workaholics, right, queens, who it was easy just to do our work, to do our work, to achieve, to have that achiever hat on. So we didn't have to think about our emotions. So we didn't have to think about expressing our needs because that felt scary. That felt dangerous because when we did do that sometimes, you know, our needs weren't met and, you know, more times or less if that happens, if that happens quite a bit, um, especially in childhood, it's like, okay, no, I'm going to, I'm going to be reserved. I'm going to shut down a little bit. I'm going to keep this in and I'm just going to focus on what I can control, focus on work, focus on whatever else, right? But if you know within yourself that you want to start expressing yourself, you want to start speaking up for your needs, you want to be an advocate for yourself, let's say, I'm just giving you this as an example, then it's like, okay, how do I get myself on my side? Because when I say that, I feel almost like a disconnect. This is what I want you to notice. So when you say like a goal that you have or something you want to do for yourself or kind of like a new measure measure you want to set for maybe like a new action you want to take or just a new mindset you want to have on a situation, like, okay, I'm going to think about this more positively or I'm going to think about this in a different light, whatever the case may be. Right now, I'm just drilling it down to this specific example for tangibility reasons. So let's say you're like, okay, I'm going to speak up for my needs in this relationship. First thing that I want you to do is bring bring your awareness and focus to your internal experience as you say this. So as you say this, like next goal to yourself, this next kind of promise, I invite you to turn your focus inwards and see, okay, where am I feeling this disconnect, right? Because obviously I'm saying it, but my my body's not fully there. I'm not fully believing it. I'm not fully like really feeling like "Mm, this is going to happen, right? So as you say this, I invite you to notice, is there any tension that comes up? Is there any constriction? Is there any um, anxious feeling that comes up? Is there any, are you noticing any sort of cues that come up? Do you get another spiral of thoughts right after you say that? Really bringing awareness to yourself and to your body's experience, to your mind's experience after you state that new, that new promise to yourself, okay? Because this is key because so much of the time we've been, it's easy to kind of just see, um, especially when we're scrolling on social media and trying to just absorb information, it's easy to just kind of see, okay, change your mindset on this situation, make a new goal to yourself, think positive, um, you know, back yourself up, it's going to be great, you're going to get it done. That's great, that's great. That's literally only addressing about 5% of our mind. That's only addressing our conscious mind, our conscious behaviors, right? And I know I'm a broken record when I say this, but I just want to reiterate this because this is really where the transformation lies. But 95% of our behaviors are really are stored in our subconscious mind and in our body, okay? So our body is quite literally, like I said, a living library of our experiences, So our body in our cells, within different cells, different parts of our body, they actually store imprints based on the senses of of a certain memory. Um, That's why if you like hear a certain song, it, it can literally bring you back to a certain time period, a certain memory. It's because that specific sense has literally been imprinted in that cell and it brings you back to that time, right? Because it was so potent. Or if you smell a certain dessert, it can bring you back to Thanksgiving with, uh, you know, one of your cousins, right? So it's like those things are not, it's not just woo-woo like, ha-ha. It's actually quite legitimately a biological experience that happens within your body where your cells hold information. They hold information and they store this information from past memories um, depending on if the memory was deemed as important, right? Or um, 
if the the memory held some sort of like resonance with you. And there's there's quite a different um, quite a couple of nuances with this when it comes to trauma as well, because if there was something that traumatic, like traumatic that happened to you, um, it's almost like sometimes you can forget that a trauma even happened to you because at that time, all your body was doing was focusing on being alive and trying and focusing on just literally trying to survive. And so the part of the brain and the part of the body that's really storing, um, memories is not going to be as active because it's it's literally just focused, all your capacities are focused on keeping yourself alive. That's why sometimes um, people who have experienced like kind of deeper trauma, it's it's hard to even remember it because it's it was so like you're kind of like out of your body or just trying to stay alive in that time. And so all your capacities were focused on surviving. Um, I just want to I just want to bring that out there. And so bringing this back full circle is reminding you, yes, your body does keep score. It keeps track of past moments, past memories, especially um, when you're growing up from the ages of zero to five, that's when your nervous system is really building its responses to the world. That's why you can be like, okay, why do I get so anxious around this one thing? It literally does not make sense to me. I've tried to understand it. I've questioned myself. I've tried to like think about it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Sometimes things don't have to make sense. They probably happened 20, 30 years ago when you were little, this the situation had happened and your your body had stored that reaction, had stored that memory. And so now it's just a time of gentle curiosity and really tuning into your body's signals alongside your mind. Okay, that's really the point I want to get to here is are you listening to your body? Are you listening to the cues, to the signals that come up as you say your goals? Because if you say something, like what we were talking about of, okay, I'm going to start speaking up for my needs and relationship, right? If you say that and you're like, ooh, okay, I want to believe this, but I'm feeling this this really big anxious feeling in my chest as I say this, or I'm feeling this weight on my heart as I say this, and it's not really feeling like I'm going to stick with this. I'm feeling, I'm feeling this like almost opposition within myself. My mind wants one thing, but I'm feeling something different in my body. So just be aware of that. That's the first step is just to be aware of what happens in your experience as you say certain goals. And let me, I don't want to like steer you um, wrong. Don't do this. You don't have to do this with every single goal, every single new thing you want to tell yourself of like, okay, I'm going to question how my body's reacting to this one thing. I'm just saying this as kind of like an additional supplementary um, resource to keep in mind when you feel like you've been working towards something for so long and you're like, I'm not seeing these results. Something is off. It's quite, it's most more likely than not some sort of subconscious behavior, some sort of body stored um either emotion or memory that was viewed as traumatic to your nervous system that was stored and needs some release. It needs some uh, care, attention, and um, some gentle release so that you can start to build more safety in that area of your body. And as you do so, you will then build more safety, stability, and commitment when it comes to that goal that you're stating in your mind because your body's not going to be battling it. Okay, I hope that that makes sense. If you have any questions on this, feel free to DM me because I'm just trying to keep it kind of light and um, and like more of an overview rather than getting too technical and scientific. But I just want to tell you, like, you know, keep in mind if you've been having a goal for a while, you know, you've tried everything, you're telling yourself you're going to commit to it, and it's just not happening. And every time you think about it, you get this like adverse reaction, or you feel like really down, or you feel anxious or tense, notice what comes up as you say that. That's really key because it could point to, okay, ooh, 
Something in my body, which is, like I said, a living library of your experiences, something is really not resonating and is not feeling safe in this new commitment to myself, right? That's really key. And the second part is how do we build? How do we create that safety with that part of our body so we can start to take on our commitments with more ease, right? And that's why I'm so... I'm so, so like honored to have studied and been in training with um, body-based coaching techniques. A lot of my coaching techniques are focused on the body, not just the mind. I do mindset stuff as well because it's, it's an important part, but it's also focusing on, okay, what are your body signals in this moment? What is your body trying to tell you? What emotion is coming up? Is any memory coming up? Is any message coming up as we're saying this? And it's a matter of getting curious about the body signals and cues because your body is so intelligent. It knows how to keep you safe. It knows how to keep you in environments where you're not going to feel that that same threat that you felt as a kid, right? And so it's going to, and so if you're, if you have some experience or memories as a kid where you were trying to speak up for your needs and it wasn't being met, you tried to speak up and maybe it was met with, you know, kind of um, adverse reactions from parents or whatnot, it's not going to feel, you're not going to feel safe to do that now, right? Your body's literally like, no, bitch, this was not safe before. We got to keep ourselves safe. And that's why you may be feeling that kind of like disconnected um, reaction to that goal that you want to set for yourself. And so it's really important that you kind of go into the body, listen to the cues and start to do some techniques of release and restoring some safety in that area of the body. And that's really what I do in my coaching sessions. So in my package, we do that. um, Like not every single session is a body session because it kind of... Excuse me, it kind of depends on where where you're at as a client. Like if you're feeling like, you know what, I'm feeling super emotionally drained today. I just kind of want to focus on some mindset stuff, on some tangible action steps and maybe questioning some of the thoughts I've been having so that I can come to more um, ease in my mind. But in some cases, in some cases, you might be like, you know what, I've been trying to speak up in this relationship for months now it's not working i don't know what's going on and so that's where we would bring in some of the body-based techniques really getting in tune with your body's intelligence and doing some um, techniques to bring in more safety more love to that area and really allowing um yourself to release anything that could be stored there we kind of go through a couple different techniques to help you with that so that you're not battling yourself it allows your body to feel safer which then allows your mind to feel safer in this new goal you want to set for yourself. And you will realize, wow, like, okay, wow. I, 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 because I built more safety in this area of my body, okay, speaking up for my needs, yeah, this seems safer right now. I can definitely take a step forward in that. I can definitely take an action step in that. And you will notice as you regulate yourself, um, which basically just means as you feel more at ease with that concept, it will, um, you'll, you'll really see those positive uh, reactions or positive experiences from that also as a side note i put in the keynotes for you a couple great articles that um are just great reads to realize oh wow my body really is storing my past memories and it's just so um the research nowadays and just the amount of information we have in regards to like learning more about our body and our mind connection it's just so like important and impeccable that there's so much stuff that has come out so i put a couple of articles down below for you if you're curious about this topic and want to understand about it deeper. And also in one of those articles, um, there was the example of anniversary dates. So for example, I think um, a girl came into like this coach or therapist's office and she was like, I don't know what's wrong. I'm feeling really agitated. I'm pissed off right now. 
And I'm not sure, I'm not sure why. Like I questioned everything. I was kind of going through my thoughts. It doesn't make sense to me. And sooner or later, they got to the realization that like her anniversary with her ex came up and her body had remembered that experience. And so it was bringing up those emotions to to come out and release, right? Because our emotions need to release, need to move out of us in order for us to really have healthy cell regeneration, not store things um, that are unnecessary and for us to grow um, and kind of evolve as like as better versions of ourselves and as more um aware versions of ourselves because if we don't allow our emotions to release it can lead to either like a hyper expression of that emotion so if we think about anger if you think about someone who hasn't and I did like an episode on this too if you want to understand how to have a better relationship with anger but if you think about someone who really wasn't allowed to express like anger as a kid it could lead to them now being quite over aggressive and like over agitated every little thing gets them pissed off they don't know why it's because of that emotion it was bottling up bottling up bottling up and they're a very irritable person right so that's why it's necessary to allow those emotions to release properly so you can come to more ease and your nervous system doesn't constantly feel threatened like one little thing is going to set you off and piss you off that's just like an example when it comes to anger but in this girl's case I think she was I mean, I guess anger has to do with it too. She was feeling agitated with, which is just like an expression of anger. Um, So she probably needed to do some anger release and let some things out. Um, But yeah, those are all things that we do, like I said, in my coaching. Um, But I wanted to bring you this episode and just honestly, if you do anything from, if you take anything from this of just like, it would just be gaining awareness of what happens in your body as you say some of these goals you've really been working towards that's really the first step and then the second step is how can I bring more safety to this part of my body what does it need do I need to do some deeper breaths do I need to say something to that area do I need to remind myself it's okay do I need to do some stretches in that area and I know like trust me I know it seems dumb and you're like I've done this I've done this I've done this But really the first step is that deeper presence and that deeper awareness with that part of your body specifically. Like notice, does your chest feel a weight, like a heavy weight? Are you noticing like just a tension in your shoulders because maybe you've been carrying a lot these last few weeks. You've been carrying a lot of responsibilities. You've been carrying other people's emotions and you're just feeling like this burden is on you. Just notice that. Notice that and give yourself that love. Give yourself that attention in that area. And little things like that will start to build that safety. Um, and especially when it's paired with release, like the, the release tools we do in my coaching, that will allow you to step into that goal that you're having with much more ease and not feel like you're battling yourself or you're not on your side. Because it's not your fault, babe. Your your body is literally just bringing up experiences that it, ha- it has stored because it was at that time it was probably an important experience for you right maybe it caused a lack of safety or maybe it was a great experience but your body stores it and sometimes it's like well why am I not following through with what I say it's because at some level the body doesn't feel safe to do so and so when you realize at all times your body really is trying to keep you safe and your nervous system is wired to keep you safe it allows you to bring more empathy to yourself even to your inner critic right? It's like your inner critic just doesn't want you to, it's, it's protecting you from something at the end of the day. It is protecting you from something. And once you realize, wow, this part of me is as annoying and as bitchy as she can be, she's trying to protect me from something. And can I at least honor that? Can I at least recognize that? Wow. Okay. This part of me 
is is trying to protect me in some in some sick twisted way they're trying to protect me and so it's a matter of realizing they're trying to protect you and then reminding yourself that you are grown now you're an adult woman you can protect yourself you could regulate yourself and bringing that safety into your body now addressing those needs now will allow you to feel safer as you take on those new goals um, and desires you've set for yourself like speaking up for your needs and relationship as we were mentioning so I just wanted to give you that insight. I let, like I said, I left some deeper articles down below if you want to read more about this concept. And um, I'm trying to think about anything else here. Do, 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 do. Yeah, that's that's basically what I wanted to say today, just to kind of give you like a missing piece of really, really tuning into the body, into the signals. If you get anything from this, I really invite you to tune into that because once you um, – once you really start to, I've just noticed such like the biggest shift when it comes like maybe, yeah, the last, the last year, I'd say when it comes to the amount of like muscle I built with listening to my body signals and simplest thing, deep belly breaths connecting to that. If I'm feeling like, okay, for example, yesterday, yesterday was an annoying day because I, it, it was kind of stressful because I had a lot of decisions to make. I'm on this condo board and I need to decide whether we need to like sign up a new association for our condo or or if we're going to stick with this one person to manage it. But it just stinks because like that one person who's going to manage it is on the board. So we would basically have to knock her off. Anyways, it's like this whole thing. So I had to figure that out. And then I'm, I was trying to figure out if I, wanted, if I wanted to go to this like training for my accounting job to like fly out to Dallas and do a training. And then I was trying to decide also whether to just film reels yesterday or post them. Anyways, I just want to give you more clarity. But like I was in the midst of a lot of decisions yesterday. And normally that would really set me off. Like like a few months ago, I would be set off. I would be like very much in like kind of like freak out mode. But because I was so, I started like so regulated that day of like, okay, let's go back to the muscle. What what needs, what needs attention right now? breathing into my belly and even as I was speaking with the woman like the management woman who I was debating about hiring I was like you know what I could let this I could let this really set me off or I can go in before I go in listen to what my body needs do I need a shake out do I need some breaths do I need to just stand here for a couple seconds and you know visualize like just a wave coming in of like imagining myself on the beach. Little things like that to bring safety to your body before you head into those situations is really important because then you're heading into them with, if you think about it, you're heading into them with your nervous system feeling less attacked because if you already go into something feeling agitated, right? If you're feeling pissed off already going into something, you're more likely than not going to be set off and going to go to deeper overwhelm because your nervous system is already like, shit, I'm feeling overwhelmed. And it's it's like at this point where it's about to tip over. But if you catch yourself little by little throughout the day of like, okay, let's recenter. Okay, I'm coming back to safety. And the littlest things, the littlest signals to bring you back to center, that allows your nervous system to feel safer. And you can, um, and it allows like, you you would need like a lot more things to piss you off or to bring you um, anxious thoughts in order to be set off over the edge, right? Think about it like a cup, like you're filling the cup up by staying present, by bringing that safety into your body. So then when you approach situations that are, that would normally set you off, you're able to handle them with more grace because your nervous system feels more satiated, more safe, more regulated, and, and, every, and everything doesn't feel like a threat, basically. 
So just something else that's really key. Um, <coughs> excuse me. But yeah, that's really key when it comes to the body stuff. I hope that you enjoy this. If you're like, ooh, I love this type of coaching that you're talking about, Jenna, let's have a discovery call. Let's talk about it. I would love to set one up with you and just to see if this coaching is a fit for you. And yeah, I will talk to you so soon, babe. Cheers to your Halloween if you're going to celebrate it soon or cheers to your November and so much love to you. Bye.